Thank you again for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. I am your host, Jerome. Um, We're on volume number 142 of the Quarantine Lean Edition. Y'all, to be honest, hell, I didn't lost count. I'm going through a lot of a lot of stuff going on. It's about to be Mother's Day weekend, ladies. Salute to all the beautiful, wonderful mothers out there. Right. But right now, I'm just going to jump straight into it. There's no other way around it. We already know our community is in a crisis. I say this all the time. I think that our leaders are failing us. I think that we look up to too many athletes, actors, and entertainers. I think that we do everything ass backwards. I think that we expect things from different places, specifically the Democratic Party that has never came. And at one point in time, I was also expecting the same exact thing. I think that we are being led astray by the blind meeting the blind. I think that there are so many divisional sectors within our community that Is holding us back. And then I got to listening. Just doing just a little bit more research. And I realized that I had been looking over one main component. That is actually holding us back. And that is the black man and the black woman. It is utterly ridiculous. Ladies and gentlemen, utterly ridiculous. That the amount of distrust, loyalty, unloving, caring, whatever type of adjective, noun, pronoun, synonym, or synonym, whatever you can think. Whatever you could put together in a sentence to explain the the toxicity that is going on between black women and black men. I didn't know it to be this bad. But today, 
I'm not going to point out the shortcomings of black men. I'm not. Because I think enough is enough. Enough is enough of us doing that. I was one of the people, I mean, I have criticized when it comes down to black men, I have criticized everyone. Even during the time that President Barack Obama was in the White House. He got it too. I didn't want to accept it because I looked at him as a black man. But there were some things that he could have done better for his people. But today. W.E.B. Du Bois made a. A wonderful. Socioeconomic classic. Called the soul's. Of black folks. And. It was pretty good. It was very good. Talked about class. Structure. Family. Religion. Tradition. Today I think I'm going to drop the equivalent. When I talk about. The souls of black women. What do we start? What does that mean? And I know some of you all are thinking, well, Jerome, why would you why would you even name something like that? Are you putting down black women? No, I'm not. I have a question to ask everyone. On a consistent basis, how often do we hear positive, consistent, uplifting messages? From black women regarding black men. How often since the black woman is so outspoken, since she's so educated. Since she's more likely to start a business. These are the things that I've been consistently saying since she's the most religious. Since her earning power is going through the roof. Supposedly. How often do we really hear black women congratulating Black men complimenting black men. How often do 
we hear it or see it being done. Not a lot. So let's start from the top. We know black women are religious. Let's check that off. The next important thing in her and the black woman's life after religion is what? I'm going to say, I want to say family. I want to say family. I want to say children. I want to say that. Okay, let's say that. She's providing for her children. Hmm. Notice I said her. Because when a black woman has a child, if she has it, notice I said if, she rarely compliments the father. So just by me saying that, and I'm just going to break that down in regards to family. Okay. How much love and nurturing are black women actually providing to families? There was a time when love was oozing out. Everyone was able to Directly identify the love that was coming from their mother, grandmother, sisters, aunties, cousins, friends. How much love and nurturing energy is coming from black women today? In regards to their family. And I got a question. I got a statement. Especially toward their children. How much love? How much of nurturing? How much of motherhood? I will go on record and state that it has decreased. That it has decreased. But I think something that's going on is, is that they don't know Because they're thinking that this love and nurturing is in regards to yelling, cursing, being stern, and being slick. 
at the tongue. And this is coming in the form of quote unquote discipline. So they're thinking that that's love and nurturing and that's raising a child. Wrong. I'll go on record and say it is wrong. You want to know why it's wrong? Because now let's talk about number three. It is money. We all know that black women are last on a totem pole when it comes to pay. Yet and still, they want to fight tooth and nail with black men. But it's money. So a lot of black women are overworked, even though if they meet the same qualifications in their fields, they're being paid less than people that don't look like them. Don't believe me. Look it up. It's true. So guess what? When they come back home from these overworked jobs and it's actually time to show love to the children. They misidentify that with having stressful conversations and creating an environment in their own households to where the children cannot flourish mentally. Leave me alone. I've been working all day. I don't got no time for that. You knew you had basketball practice anyway. What are you talking about? See, if you would have called your no good daddy. These are conversations that are happening. They're not able to come home. Set the table. Tell everybody to turn off the TV. Turn off the radio. Let's have some dinner. I'm not saying this is not being done. I'm saying as a whole, is it being done? It's not. So now with everything that she has to put up with at work in order to get that money to maintain the household, which I'm not mad at. This is the truth. Money is third. So what we got? God, family, money. I can't say that black women don't love their children. I will never say that. But are they nurturing the children? No, they're not. You, you see it. You see the frustration on children on the child's face.
you will see it. Now, hey, check this out. Let's go to number four, ladies and gentlemen. This is what's in the soul of a black woman. I feel, just my opinion. Hair. The black woman's hair. This is when things start to get really interesting, ladies and gentlemen, because this is a non-negotiable. A big part of her self-esteem her attitude, her money, and her well-being is caught up in her hair. If she's not able to get that weed from that Asian store consistently, She's not able to get those fake um those fake edges consistently every week, every two weeks. Spending on an average from anywhere from $120 to $300 on average. You're gonna see a different person. A different woman. Because this is important to her. She is not going to be able to accept herself in her natural hair state. She won't be able to do it. She won't be able to thrive. She will not think that she is beautiful. If her hair is not done or or if her hair is not straight. Her image in regards to her hair puts her into a euphoric mind state. It's one thing for sure and two things for certain. That will take her over the edge. If a black woman doesn't get her hair done. I'm not talking about all. But I'm talking about our community. And we know it's true. The household is not going to be ran right. I'll go out on the limb and I will say that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. And for you to say anything else. Okay, well, prove it to me then. We're in the billions 
talking about the black wealth gap. We're in the billion, billions of dollars a year, just our beauty supplies. All right, so now let's go to area number five. Her image. Now we're talking about the lashes, the lipstick, jewelry, clothes. Oh, yeah. There is another from anywhere from 50 to $70 on a weekly basis. The amount of money that's being spent. As well as time, ladies and gentlemen. Not to mention with the hair, um, because I didn't, I didn't, because we're talking about, you know, we were talking about nurturing and all these type things and the amount of love that's being offered, time and commitment of doing these things. Oh yeah, we're taking our time today. We got time today. So even, even when the family is free, on the weekends, sometime instead of mom getting up and cooking breakfast, are you guys crazy? Let's order DoorDash. I got to get my hair done at 730. Mama, but I thought we was. No, boy, you know, I don't want to hear that. Girl, what you talking about? And y'all better have this house clean. Don't be calling my phone. I don't want to hear it. Why y'all calling me? I just sent food to the house. I'm getting my hair done. After that, it's a small scenario. Mama, can you bring us some back? I'm not making this up. This is really what's happening. So there's a commitment of time. There's a commitment of money. But what are the children doing? Okay, fine. So in regards to her image. She got to get her face beat. And now this is what's made it to the hood, ladies and gentlemen. We know. That there is a very, very large population of our women that are unhealthy. But this goes along with image. This goes along with self-esteem. Who refuse to eat right. Who refuse to exercise. But now since that Brazilian butt lift. Is not exactly commercial anymore. It has came down to us. So now what we're starting to see. In regards to image and black women. They're getting their bodies done, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Guess what, though? This isn't free. So when we talk about children, that money is being removed from the children to whom? The woman. The woman.
you'll watch and you'll start to see the BBL is going to be one of the most glorified healthcare options. Even though that it's unhealthy that we've ever seen in our community. You want to know why? Because a black woman's image is everything to her. That's her power. That's her strength. Because we still got a lot of 50-year-olds that want to get out here and twerk their ass. Oh, yeah. 35-year-olds for sure. 45-year-olds too. What? It's happening. All right. So now we're going to. We're going to start talking about some other things like the car. Black women aren't too high on cars. They just keep a car to get around. All right. So, you know, they talk about, you know, the Mazda, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a, you know, that's an average car to me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, buying a new car right now is really not even worth it to me, but I'm just saying this is one of the things that's, that's important to her money. We talked about that, but we already understand Black women don't have a lot of money. They don't. When it comes down to money, black women and other races, it's almost like five to one. Married or unmarried. Children over no children. It's almost like five to one. Race gap. So. And all of these things are true. Just go to blackdemographics.com. You can look up the information. And if I'm and if I'm wrong, ladies and gentlemen, just check me, okay? Like some black women are gonna do automatically if they listen to this. They're probably gonna call me crazy. Uh, what do I know? I'm not married. Uh, they're gonna question my education level. They're gonna check everything. But they damn self. <laughs> So, why am I speaking about things that are close to a black woman's soul, that are near and dear to her? Because when we wrap these things up, everything, all in one enchilada, right? Not to mention shoes. We forgot the shoes. But, hey, I'll let them make it on that. No problem. Top five. Okay? God... Children, money, hair, image. Well, family, you know, family and children are the same thing. Top five. When we wrap those up in all in the one enchilada, what does that usually equate to? The shortcoming of a man. The shortcoming of a black man. And that may be true. But if you notice. Out of those top five things that I named. A black man wasn't nowhere in there. 
Because I don't believe that black men are important anymore to black women. I don't believe that a black woman is comfortable with a black man's criticism. I don't believe that black women feel as though that a black man is even capable of providing constructive criticism. I don't think that black women, I think, I think that black women think that black men don't love them anymore. It's strange. I'll let you know why. I talk about Kevin Samuels all the time. And I and I'm very big on accountability. Especially with black men. Because we are the leaders of our community. And I feel as though. Before I even get to the Kevin Samuels scenario, I feel as though that we have heard these echoes from black women for so long. That we have just almost just went and sat in the corner. And just say, hey, you know what? I Man, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with the attitude. I don't want to deal with the fussing. I don't want to deal with the cursing. I don't want to deal with the yelling. But then we have total freaking pandemonium. And I think that it's time for us to say, hey, look. Sit your ass down and be quiet. We have let you voice your opinion, make your decisions on your own, by the way. We've let you run the house on your own. You said you could do it by yourself. Sweetheart, it hadn't happened. Daddy's home. Uh, 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 uh. I don't want to hear anything. Be quiet. What you are going to do is you're going to go over there and you're going to you're going to get our children. Bring them in the house, you're going to take them off those phones. And we're going to get some understanding today. And moving forward. That could be another reason why black women may think that black men don't love them. Proper instruction. But see, here's what the secret is, right? When black women receive proper instruction from a black man, guess what? It enrages them. It makes them very angry. To the point to where that they would almost do anything except listen and follow the directions of a black man. Because they think at this point in time, based upon their own value system that they have been instilled with over the years. I don't got to listen to you. 
Who is you? You ain't finna come around here telling me nothing. See, because I do things on my own. That's not love, ladies and gentlemen. That means if a black man and a black woman are trying to do something, he is going to have to be taken to task. Just to get his own woman to follow a simple direction. It could be something like going to the store. You know what? I want to go this way. No, baby, don't go this way. You know what? What did I just say? I want to go this way. I'm driving the car. Well, it's going to be shorter. No, no, no. Did you just hear what I just said? I want to go this way. That something like that. Just as simple because this woman. In her mind, she always has to be right. She always has to have the last word. And minimize. Oh, yeah. Minimize what this man just said he wanted to do. Now, back to Kevin Samuels. It is being rumored that Kevin Samuels. Um, I won't even say it. There's rumors that are out about Kevin Samuels. You guys are going to have to go on Twitter, um, search on um, Google it. I won't even say that. I don't even feel comfortable saying it. But do you know, in regards to those rumors, do you know that black women are actually celebrating? Celebrating. Fellas, black men, we have let the ship go for too long. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear, fellas. This is what I don't want to hear. Oh, man, well, I'm just going to date me a white woman. I'm just going to get me an Asian. I'm just going to go. No, 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 no. Nice. Nice try. What you going to get. Is your own damn woman. And get her in line. Fellas, did you hear that? And you're not going to have to get that in line by trying to argue and debate and go back and forth. It's not how it is, fellas. At this point in time, we're going to have to start doing better. And how we run things. But I just, I just, 
I'm just looking at the scenario and I'm just like, we really, really do have to get on the same page. Because I don't see us moving forward as a nation and as a group of people. If men and women are constantly against each other. If this is the reason why our schools are in such disarray. Because guess what? Can you imagine if 65% of black parents went to parent-teacher conferences or they actually showed up at least one time to go to a school board meeting? Can you imagine the direction of the church if black men started to come back to church with their families? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine where black wealth would go for us as a nation of people if black families were reconnected? But see, we can't do it. And I'm not going to blame this all on the men, but right now I'm talking about the ladies. You know what? Because sometimes you don't want to forgive. You always trying to divorce. What? And you so hard headed that you would rather live and die alone. Miserable. Because see, here's what's really going on. The, that gas, that, that light bill, that gas bill that's being paid by everybody separately. That's taking money out of everybody's pocket. See, the shit is going to get real in a minute. To the point to where when we start looking around and we're going to be like, hold on. These people don't look like us. We are surrounded. They're not treating us properly. I made a podcast about is our community being occupied and God damn it, we don't even know it. Y'all better wake the hell up. And start showing this black man out here a little bit more love and a little bit more respect. Just a little bit more. Because I'm going to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to be able to survive without the black woman either. Who said that? Who said that? A black man is not going to be able to survive without the black woman. So know that. But all of this, you know what? We don't need, we don't, we, we don't need shit. That shit got to stop today. All of these people out here that is misguiding these these young girls about being in your whole phase. Enjoy life. Girl, you don't got to get married. You don't got to have kids. You know what? Have as many abortions as you want to. Don't listen to these evil ass women. If you listen to them and you look at their life, 
if you measure your life and you look at their life, I can let you know, sweetheart, they ain't hit no shit. That's another thing. We most definitely need y'all to raise our daughters. How in the hell do you think you're going to properly raise your daughter if you got your ass out in the street all the time or you at work 70% of all the damn time? But study say, I don't need, I don't need no man. I don't need no man. Use a damn lie. You do. You just telling a damn lie. Stop lying to yourself. Black women's stress level is through the roof every damn day and studying the only thing they can say. I don't need, I don't need, I don't need. We might start to look at this shit as y'all traumatized. This is what high stress level is also in the soul of a black woman. It's full of it. Confusion is in the soul of a black woman. Rebellion is in the soul of a black woman. It is full of it. And we are seeing these ladies out here melt down. There has never been a time and place for a black woman to retreat and come from up under that independent feminism umbrella that has been having your ass being rained on, throwing bricks on, all of this other goofy shit that y'all been going through and say, hey, baby, look, this ain't for us no more. You see them over there? Man, we need to see what they got going on over there. We have to reconnect back. I never thought I'd see the day. But right now, see, here's what's going on. It is actually white men. Advocating for black for black women. But I'm gonna let you know some ladies. If you do that, just know your offspring are not are no longer considered uh black anymore. Oh yeah. Our melatonin value, it is going down. It's getting lighter and lighter, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So all of those smart ass women that's telling. Those black kids, I mean, those black. Well, we going to say men, young men and women, because it's not only a woman's choice. It's also the man's choice as well. 
by having those abortions. This is the fucking outcome. Our black community shrinks. Every time that there's another interracial baby that's born, I don't give a damn if y'all don't like it or not. But it's the truth. Our community is shrinking daily. But y'all act like y'all don't give a damn because y'all want to have y'all hair done. And constantly put down black men and look good. Well, well, look good dying, damn it. Look good dying. Yeah, when you, you know, when you go to retire and you got that uh, 150,000 and you and you 65 and you got to live 20 more years, who you think going to help you? Oh, yeah, you're going to be looking for somebody then. Unless you unless your kids, because some of y'all kids, they're going to look back and be like, you know what? Hey, look, uh, uh, mama, you can't come stay here. You will not believe how many people is putting their parents in the nursing home early. When they still could get around on scooters and stuff, they put them in the nursing home early. Early. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's true. I just want to put an actual message out to all the black women out there. Come back home. Come back home to your man. Come back home to your men. Come back home to your daughters, to your sons, to your family. Come back to where you belong. Some of those things that are that I mentioned that was in your soul is holding you back. See, we always acted like that black women had an attitude. That's not true. That's not true. The moment a black woman started getting an attitude is when she started to have to do things for herself. That's when she got an attitude. When she realized, hey, hold on. Damn. This shit is pretty hard. Black women used to have no attitude. Used to be some of the most carefree people in the world. Hey, how you doing? Spoke all the time. Calm, peaceful, kind, respectful. Now, shit, everywhere you go, you see a black woman cussing her kids out. What? Hooping and hollering. Yelling and screaming. Hell, at least she was with the... At least you... When she was with the black man, shit, at least she had a place to stay. She didn't have to worry about footing... Putting the bills. Now she got to worry about everything. She's stressed out as hell. We have to stop letting these people trick us and remind us of what we think our women should be doing. 
They don't know shit. They don't know you. They don't know nothing about you. They don't know nothing about your struggle. What the hell are you doing listening to them for anyway? As I close, man, you know, I want to send a big R.I.P. to my auntie, Geraldine Fudge Thornton. I'm going to let y'all know something about her. She was a, a beautiful soul. She raised her children the best way possible. She was very cooperative. A wonderful woman. Very, very smart as well as intelligent. She always, always nurtured and loved her children. I love you, Auntie. I'd like to thank you all again for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. We're on volume number 143. Y'all can look me up on Thornton Media at uh, Facebook.com. On um, Facebook at Jerome Thornton. On Instagram at Virtual Hustle. Uh, also on Twitter at Rome Empire 77. It's been a pleasure to speak with you all today. Discussing the souls of a black woman. I'm a holler.